0: First of all, I invite all the groups, members of the groups, brothers and sisters, from South America, from North America, from Europe, from various towns of Andhra Pradesh, telangana and Karnataka. <coughs> There are many groups that are, that are gathered here by the will of the Master. It is, it is my very firm conviction that it is the Master who calls to the group life and therefore we gather to be in his, exp, in his presence, to experience what is to be experienced and thereby ultimately stay stable in consciousness and not keep cyclically moving up and down. It's the master's wish that enables us to gather. To the, wherever there is a group Participating in the December call, the Master Lucy's We did not necessarily be in Bangalore. We are gathering in Bangalore. There will be groups all over the globe gathering during the December call. To be in a group is most important. For December call, for May call, for solstices and for econocytes. This is master's wish. That we do gather either in a small group or in grouping the groups as a big group. Just be in a group for this. Make all, December all, econocytes, so, winter econocytes, spring econocytes. And then the summer solstice and winter solstice. Grouping is important because Jupiter. The very principle of Jupiter is the, group of, the principle of grouping and synthesizing. <coughs> to be individualistic is tends tends to make you tends to make you weak. To be with the group tends you to be stronger than normal. Your normal strengths are multiplied when you are in a group. That's why he is called Ganapati. He is the master of groups. Ganasmi means groups. Ganapati is the cosmic Jupiter. And Master C.V.V. is Master Jupiter. And the age is required an age where Group consciousness has to be experienced. One cannot be just very individualistic, seeking his personal progress in the material plane or in the spiritual plane. Seeking progress in the spiritual plane, personally, is seen as selfishness. Let us move as group, let us move together. Let us share together, let us experience together, let us rejoice together, let us like rejoice the presence of the Master together. This togetherness is what Aquarius teaches, because in the sky there is no division, upon earth there are divisions. Aquarius speaks of this sky. Capricorn, that which we are, speaks of the earth, the best of the earth. It speaks of the mount, isn't it? Capricorn speaks of the mount. Cancer speaks of the pit. From Cancer to Capricorn, through the... from summer solstice to winter solstice, we are through the pit and now we are trying to mount to Capricorn. From Capricorn to Cancer, we keep on mounting along with the sun. The sun makes an northern right from twenty second of December, so we keep moving around so this has to be together because as we move upwards, there the 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 possibility to move upwards is on the basis of togetherness, not individualistic separatist attitude, therefore to be in the group is always. Prepare. Saspangatre, Nswan Gatva. Nswangatraya, Nirmohatva. Nirmohatvaya, Ms Chela Tva. Nschala Tatvaya Jivan Mukhi. What is liberation? Liberation is a state of nschala <coughs> tva, meaning unwavering consciousness, stable consciousness. So therefore we are all gathered here, various groups. I recognize my friend from Seattle, he comes all the day, the professor of psychology, our brother Mr. Chuck Charles Smith he is there, in spite of the body he comes. Such a spirit inspires us. People, there are people who deny the body inconveniences and come to group life from long distances. They are the daring ones, you know. People who are staying in Dabodha may also not come. That's a different thing. <laughs> I should not reveal some secrets, but, but daily I don't know how many will come here and do prayer. By coming here you gain much, because in collectiveness we prayer happens better. Sahana avavat. We shall be protected together. Sahanao bhunattu. We have to try to eat together. Sahadiyam saravava Whatever we do, let us do it together. I do it in my home. It separates you and weakens you, and thereby you don't do anything. It's an age-old invocation. asam sanam. Sahanao bhunattu. Sahanao bhunattu. Sahadiyam saravava hai. No one in a group. If you think I am special in the group, I am the leader of the group, I am the boss, are gone. They are gone down the gutter. Mm-hmm. We join the group only to forget the individual I am, to dissolve the individual I am in the group I am where the presence of the Master can be experienced. As long as the Distinguish ourselves and uh, stay distinct and be very self-conscious about oneself. You are crystallizing yourself and therefore do not yield to the presence and gain the presence. So therefore it's a great blessing that we gather in such... It's a grouping of groups that's there. I want to... There There is a grouping here of... Four countries and status From South America there are members coming. There are few countries from South America. From North America there are. From Europe there are many. Many countries in Europe. And from many states, say three states, and other states in in India. From many towns. So this grouping of groups, synthesizing the groups enable the presence of the Master in a much better fashion. There is no doubt about it. If you are not permitted to participate in such group life, it means your personality is a hindrance. Personality is hindered us from participating in group life. Mm -hmm. You need to overcome this limitation of personality to see that we participate in the group life. There are many who have bodily inconveniences, but still they dare to come all the way. They dare to come. Disregarding the limitations that the body sets and via the body the mind sets. So therefore, hearty presence greetings to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here on the occasion of Master C.G.V. is December 4th. This is all that I say is a prelude to my normal uh, discourse coming through Hathi Praternal Greetings. The Hathi Praternal Greetings are very much due to you because you have somehow able to bring along with you your personality and be here to participate in a group life. <coughs> It's not easy. It's not easy until the personality saves way for the soul to experience the group life. The reluctant personality is somehow brought by the will of the soul to be here, and the will of the soul is provided to be over by the will of the Master. It's the master's will that prevails on the will of the soul. Therefore, it sticks. It becomes unwavering will, and even if you have some ailments of the body, the difficulties of the body, the will pulls you. The will gives you know, the needed courage, the needed ability to dare, so people do come. And that's where it is appreciated, not by me, but by the master. My appreciation means nothing. Depreciation of the Master means everything. So therefore, there are, I know, members who are regularly coming to such group class. Regularly coming to such group life, know that it is the blessing of the Master that enables us to participate in such group place. And we are here doing this December call, right from 2003. So, this is the 15th continuous group life here. In Tapa, Sabduru, Tapa, and Daniel. and in all, we commenced. The world teachers commenced the December call elsewhere in 1995 itself, but in India, from 2001, in India, the world was group started relating to the December call from 2001. But in South America and in Europe, I initiated this December call much earlier. <coughs> it happened so. So, to participate in the December call, to participate in the May call, and to participate in the equinoxes and These are the six uh nodal points of time which Master C.V.B. suggested That we should make our gatherings and do the prayers together to receive the presence of the Master in abundance so that we are transformed to gain that state of awareness which is stable. Stable awareness. That's important. That is what we call constant vibration. That is constant vertical vibration constant ethical vibration. It is also central, ethical vibration. It is also cosmic, ethical vibration. Or cosmic violet vibration. There are so many names to see which we find through prayers. <laughs> it's not that someone who is receiving a
1: talent.
0: It's the Master himself who directly informs you. That's the beauty of the Master. That with every each one of us, the Master is direct. Because He is available in each one of us as we consciously invoke Him. When we consciously invoke the sound CDV, automatically your two hands come together. It's automatic. It's a conscious invoke. If you are not conscious, it won't. <coughs> Whether you are making a conscious invocation or not, is the moment you make a conscious invocation of the sound C-V-V, C-V-V, the vertical vibration starts. And then it keeps on causing related the transformation of the tissues of our body. It keeps on happening and happening and happening. And all, until all the seven tissues of the body find their synthesis to give birth to the eighth tissue, which we call ojas. ojas. And with ojas as basis, stages comes, the illumination. Ojosi, tejosi, balamati, brajosi. And then, once you are into tejas, you are into the abode of life, devanam, Brahmanamati. So, we enter into the abode of light through the vibrations that the master supplies us in the prayer. In the prayer. That's where the prayer stands as the foremost aspect of Master Yoga. The prayer enables us to associate with the vibrations which the master initiates. As we initiate these vibrations, slowly the vibrations will cause the necessary transformation of the tissues of the body. And as the tissues of the body find the agreement as between them, there are seven tissues of the body. Some from sukra to Asti, I don't have to tell you. Because basic knowledge is expected of all of you because you have been the students of yoga for long, long, long years, from Sutra. Sutra comes to Sarajjiva to In all the seven centers, the seven tissues are regularly prepared for the functioning, for the healthy functioning of the body. And these seven tissues, when they are in agreement, the eighth tissue will take. That is what is called Ojas. That means the, the, the kind of vitality which is which enables the uh, absorption of the solar energy, then comes stages, stages. I was telling our friends in the morning from, from the West. There is a river in Spain which is called stages. Mm. Of course, Ja is uh, undergoes many changes. We call Jesus, they call Gursi, Joseph Gursi. Say. We say Joseph in English. We mean because we are accustomed to English, but if you go to Europe, they say Gursi. So this, Cages is called Tagos and Taco, like that. And Taco, like that. But Taco comes from the root Cages. Cages means the brilliance of the sun which is but the solar energy, and we are essentially solar. We are all essentially solar, and the soul is solar, the is solar, like that we read, we read some of these occult meditations. is The soul is solar, meaning it permeates in the central column, in you know, from head to toe, from head to mola, from Sahasrara to Mooladhara, there is a the vertical column of light, that is the chamber in which the soul permeates in all the seven places. No? So, that vertical column we need to enter into. We can enter into it only when we are drawn within, when we are drawn within through this path, path of pranayama and pratyahara in yoga, but the facility with the Master is he draws you from within into yourself. That's the beauty. The Master in prayer understands for you, pratyahara, you are drawn with him. You are drawn within so deep that you cannot open your eyes. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. Imagine yama, neema, asana, prana, yama are the four fundamental steps of yoga. Thereafter there is absorption which is called pratyahara and then dharana, dhyana, samadhi. These are the steps. The master which is, which uh, is introdu- the introduction of the sound into you, he causes the initiation. Initiation, the very word initiation is a Latin word, which our friends from Europe know it. Initiate means to enter into. Initiation means, it is a process of entering into yourself. (laughs) So the master causes the initiation, meaning he enables our entry into ourselves, because we are mostly outside all the time. This is a great facility. Normally, teachers give us techniques. Teachers give us techniques. Teachers give us techniques. How to enter into yourself? That you take the, a, a comfortable, stable posture, and then you take the, your respiration. Follow the path of respiration, and then see where this inhalation is transforming into exhalation. And exhalation is transforming into inhalation. Note that the nodal point where it takes that you turn and try to focus over there, where you get the perception of the pulsation. Associate the with the pulsation. That pulsation leads you into subtle pulsation. The subtle pulsation leads you into the column within you, which is called entering into you. This is what pranayama does. Lead you into Pratyahara. But the master's prayer they put you to Pratyahara. That's the beauty. That's why the very first mantra in new pituitary regulations is dip deep. Yes. Dipping deep is nothing but entering into yourself. So deep that you touch the Central vertical column in you. And then the Master helps us to enter into the central vertical column and feel the central vertical vibration. That's what came to us in the prayer today. Central vertical vibration. When you are into that central vertical vibration, you cannot open your eyes and you are not so much interested in the objectivity. We you are totally into subjectivity, building the internal implements called anta
1: Until
0: anta are built, anta Serira or body, is not built. We have a vahit-karna body. The body with a karnas means implements. The objective mind, the senses and the body, are the vahitkarna, the enables to so right outside. If you don't have an object to mind, you cannot relate into objectivity. If you don't have the senses, you cannot relate to the objectivity. If you don't have the body, you cannot relate into the objectivity. So, there is a vahitkarna body. If the vahitkarna body has our investment, an antakkarna body can be prepared. That is what is called antakkarna Sarira. Just like from mink we prepare the butter. That's the beauty of yoga. Yoga is a process of building an antakkarna-sarira, a sukshma-sarira. This sukshma-sarira shall have to be built, meaning you are building the internalized senses. There is an internal, you start gaining internal perceptions. You listen within. You see within. You find the subtle touch within. You you experience the subtle smell within. You also gain the taste of being within. This is how the five internal senses, ansaksharnas develop. Then you gradually develop ansaksharnas, mind, internal mind, subjective mind. The subjective mind and the subjective senses build the subjective body. It is with that body you can experience that which is called the light within it. So, therefore, in the age old path of yoga, there is a strong recommendation that you turn it in. But a, 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 a Sadhguru of Raja Yoga path, he directly leads you within through a Mahavakya. So a Mahavakya He leads you within. That's why for those who do the prayer, sometimes even if they wish to, they cannot open their eyes. They cannot open their eyes. That is because the vibration is happening within. The movement is happening within. Keep on observing what is moving within, what are the vibrations happening within. They are engaged in it. In that engagement, you are gradually drawn deep down into your self. When you are deep down, drawn into yourself, you enter into this central vertical column. Mm-hmm. And that vertical column is our true abode. That's our home. If we enter into it, we are oblivious to the object to we we find a, an entry into a world of life, which is more than subjective life. A world of life, which is more than subjective life. The subjectivity has its gradations up to seven states. Beyond that, there is still light. Adityavarnam tamata meaning that light which is beyond our asmas. That life which is stable, that life which permeates into successive seven planes of existence and gets back to itself. The one who is in the eighth plane, called Goloka, is the one who can step down into seven planes and retreat back into the eighth plane, consciousness. The rest of the world to keep on moving in all these seven planes up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. This up and down movement is there in all these seven planes. <laughs> the one in the seventh plane can also fall into the physical plane. The one in the physical plane may ascend only to come back. so there is the wheel conducting seven upward planes and again seven downward planes. If you wish details relating to it, kindly look to 8 of Bhagavad-gita. Oh, the beings go up, go up and then come down, go up and then come down, go up and then come down. They get into heavens and they get back into mundane So, attention through good deeds, Myself is not enough. Liberation. Liberation from the wheel of Time, liberation from the wheel of time which brings the up and down. You see, the sun is now forcing in a northern northern direction now for us, relative to the earth. We being on earth. We see the sun is now forcing towards the north from twenty-second December. Meaning more light, more light happening in the upper regions of the being the regions of the being. It keeps on moving from, in Aras, to the it is in Mooladhara. In Chattachar, it reaches that region and in aquarius it reaches the forehead. head and in Pisces, it reaches head and then in Aries, it remains in the head. In Taras, again, it gets back like into the face. In Gemini, it comes back like again into the throat. In Cancer, it comes back like down again to the heart region, and in the yo to diaphragm, in Virgo to the stomach, and in Libra to the to the navel, and then in Scorpio to the genital, and in in Sagittarius to the tip of the the vertebra, which we call mulaghara. So, it's an up and down process that happens in a matter of one year. We see this technical process happening. With the solar energy, so this going up, going down, going up, or going down. To keep on moving, even the students of yoga, they have their ups and downs, isn't it? Sometimes they are down in their energy, sometimes they are up in their energy, isn't it? Some seasons up, some seasons down. Now we have three seasons that, are, that take us up, With The northern course of sun, it takes you up, up to the equinoxionaries. 22nd December to 21st March, Shana, the sun goes to the meridian, and then it again comes down to cancer. Then comes further down into Sagittarius. Libra, and then further into celestial. And then, means like this, it keeps on happening, is cyclical, and our experiencing is cyclical. All the time cyclical, cyclical, cyclical. So, in this cyclical path, <coughs> there is uh, getting into matter, and getting out of matter, getting into matter, getting out of matter. You may enter into the realms of life, but again you fall into the realms of matter. Just like there is the ascending moon earth for 15 days, then there is the descending heart of the moon, moon phases, isn't it? Today we are entering into a no a moon state in December By by Guru Pujas, we get to full moon. We are now entering into a no moon state, isn't it? Psychically, monthly it is happening. Yearly it is happening, as we know. Now we are into winter season according to tropics. We have six seasons. So from winter we get into the fall. From fall to the spring. From the fall to the spring. And from spring to summer. Summer to rainy season. Rainy season to... Bloom season, bloom season. Bloom. So the psychical movement, it is there in the whole creation, is run by this wheel. So remaining in the wheel is like being in the in the path of moving up and down, up and down, up. And down. The whole creation is moved in this manner, and creations keep coming and keep going. They, they, they take birth to, they grow, they take to each tanaqil, then they retreat, and then they disappear only to come back. If you take, suppose, the kalpas, the Yugas. if we take the annual year, it is much more comprehensible for us. If we take our own life, it is equally comprehensible, so that we only grow in age, and then collapse, only to come back again as a kid, and again keep on going through all these stages again, come back. It? It's happening as a life cycle. It is happening as an annual cycle. It is happening as a monthly cycle. Isn't it? There is a monthly cycle to move. It is happening through a daily cycle. You have to bring it down. To, as small as possible to make a better understanding. Because what is micro is also macro. What is above? Svamila. So as above, Svamila, so isn't it? Sindhanda, Brahmanda, Kamandvaya. That's what they call it, law of correspondence. By the law of correspondence, if you see the day, in the day also you have all these six varieties of things. You swing up in the morning isn't it? You spring up in the morning like the spring season. Then you go and get into a lot of activity. With your awareness, you get into activity. That is your summer. Then by afternoon, slowly, there is a descent of energy and you slow down a bit. By evening, further slow down. And by night, it is completely slowed down. And then by the midnight, your, your consciousness is absorbed into the self self Then again it wakes up and you keep on breathing with the help of this consciousness. Isn't it? So daily you go through these, these processes. Ancha krutya barayana, that is all exercise pancha parayana the Mother Nature, conducts to these five states. The birth, the growth, the genit, the retreat, the absorption, this is all happening all the time. They take birth every morning because they become aware in the morning. But before we begin aware, did we not exist? We do. We did. Our existence is continuous even before we are awake. We are existing. This is, this is, by inference we know. To know, to know that ca- consciously is not possible. Because consciousness is already a second state to the truth. such is the basis for chitta. Consciousness is already a secondary state, and when we are conscious, we know we are existing even when we were not conscious. So that's why Chaitanya, our consciousness, is the secondary state. But this consciousness enables you to grow into more awareness. As you wake up, you are somewhat nascent fresh not very active like a horse or like a deer. But two-three hours after, you are full of energy. keep moving so much moving, so much movement. And then by the midday, it is further movement. And you keep on doing it until what time, Till the energies are depleted. And you come back as just peace, orange. And then somehow get back into sleep. These things happen to us. Isn't it? So this is a hāni That is how it is said. The growth and then the fall. Every spring is a prophecy of the fall. Isn't it? When there is a spring in the year, it, the prophecy is already there about the fall. If the year concludes with the fall, then it begins with the spring. See how beautifully they are named. We fall by the night, by the second quarter of the night, we fall. And by the first quarter, quarter before dawn, we are awake. It And so two quarters, the whole day is divided into eight parts. In those eight parts, two parts we are in pure existence through sleep. No consciousness here for six hours. The rest of the time, the rest of the six periods of three hours each, you have the the, 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 the wake up, the growth, and then the height, and then the retreat, and then getting back, and then getting back. This is how it keeps on happening, not only on a daily basis, but also on a Incarnation to incarnation basis. Not only are the incarnation basis, but also for yuga together. Yuga. And then Manmantara. And then the days of a Brahma. And then Mankalpa. And we keep on coming back again and again and again. They so are always into this wheel. Always into this wheel. Is there a way to get out of this wheel and let experience the wheel objectively is the question. If you are always in the wheel, your head reels, you know. Those who get into the daint wheel know it. It is like being in a roller coaster, you know. We have these amusement places where children get into roller coaster, all kinds of movement and that but if you are not tired, your consciousness doesn't require sleep. That's if you are not tired, you don't, you don't get much sleep. If you, throughout the day, if you are at rest, that night you cannot sleep much. That night you cannot sleep much. Why? Because we are not, we haven't extended. There is a way to stay in that stable consciousness where you don't expend. Where you don't expend as much as you expend. When you are not aware of a possibility of staying. It's like gaining everything without spending much money. So experience a it's like having a tour all around the globe with eight dollars you know around the world with eight dollars we had a movie <coughs> like that by by just by little spending of your energy, you can continue to live the day while the major part of your energy can stay completely in its awareness in that awareness there is no sleep. And there is no sleep, then there is a state of constant vibration in which a yogi is all the same. Bhagavad Gita says, the, the day of a, what you call the night, for an ordinary man, is the day for a yogi. Because he is awake. Awake means he, he doesn't fall into sleep so much. A part of him falls into rest, not sleep. The other part is engaged in the in the, the world of life. And uh, he, he awakes to the world in the morning. And he is awake to the other world in the night. So there is no such thing as three textures. That's the beauty. Which is given in Bhagavad Gita that he only does it. That's the purpose. That's you are in both the worlds. So you have best of the both. See, yogi, he is not only in this world, he is also in the other world. In the day, he is in the world. In the day, in the night, he is in the other world. And he is never asleep. Why? Because he does not spend away like a spent priest. You know? He is not a spent force. Normally, people by evening are already there. You get sleepy faces right from 9 o'clock in the evening. Unless you have had your siesta, isn't it? Even if you had siesta by around 11 o'clock, you you are used to papa. And in the morning also, you have sleepy faces. But for a yogi, there is no such situation. Because sleep he is to a part of his system but not to him. He doesn't sleep. He sets his system, a part of his system to sleep. That's the beauty of yoga. That is possible only when you make an entry into you. When you make an entry into you, as I said, into central column, then you will see that all around you is moving and you are not moving the pole does not move. All around the pole moves. The, the earth moves. The axis doesn't move. From North Pole to South Pole, the axis does not move. Around the axis, the globe moves. Likewise, in the vertical column, in the, around the vertical column, all activity is there in eightfold fold manner with eight nature the five-fold elements and the three qualities together make eight-fold nature, prakriti These astraprakritis, they keep on making their permutations and combinations, their ups and downs. But you are in the central vertical column observing these ups and downs and you are not part of it. That is what is called experiencing how it is. How it is and how it is becoming. How it is and how it is becoming. If you are part of the movement, you cannot experience how, this, how beautiful the movement is. You have to stay foot and then experience the movement. If you are in travel, if you sit quiet, you can see how everything is moving while you are sitting stable. Be it in a flight, be it a train, be it a But if you also participate in the travel, you are tired, eh? isn't it? If you are participating in travels, you are tired. Eh? If you don't participate in the travel, but observe the travel, how it is all moving around you. You are not moving. You are not moving. Everything is moving. You are sitting, isn't it? After getting into train and taking to your seat, are you moving? The train is moving. After you you take to your seat in the flight, are you moving? The flight is moving. You feel the movement because you are in the mind. If you don't go deep into your being, from mind into buddhi, from buddhi into atma, for the atma there is no immutability, there is no movement. It experiences the beauty of movement then. The beauty of the movement all around in creation is experienced by the one who is stable. If you are in a moving being, four-five rounds make you jiddi, and then when you come down and stand, you tend to fall, isn't it? But if you don't, if you see staying standing, standing a the movement of the wheel, you experience how beautifully the wheel is moving. So the wheel of time is moving. All that is not only mundane, but also super mundane. The nature, in all its force, is put to movement. By what? By firm nature, which is stable nature, which is called the ninth nature. That is called Mola Prasuti or kuddha-chaitanya. It is that which we call the Divine Mother. The Divine Mother is a non-moving consciousness. It's a stable consciousness and it enables the sevenfold movement. We too are made up of it. We are made up of that Suddha Chetanya or processing. But we shove down into the mutable part of the nature and therefore suffer the tiresomeness of the movement. There, the idea is that you mount from all these eight states of nature into the ninth nature. These ninth nature, are eighth plane. That is how it is called. In different ways it is explained. When you speak of seven planes, it is the eighth one. When you speak of the Divine as ten, then it is the ninth one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: eight minutes. When you speak of three metaphors consciousness, it is beyond as the fourth one. So that which is beyond all the cyclical movement is, is what we belong to. What we belong to. That's why for a seer, even if he makes so much movement, He does not feel he is moving. Everything is moving around him, including the nature in him is moving. You know the story of Buddha, you know the story of many initiations, who say, I am not moving. Even if he is walking, he doesn't feel that he is moving. It is his body that is moving. Because he distinguishes himself from his body, Body is a part of him, but he is not the body. He is not the senses. He does not feel that I am eating. He does not feel that I am eating. He 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 witnesses that the the hand is getting to the food and giving it to this the sense of touch, rutan. And the tongue is giving it, eating it has the benefit of various intelligences in the body and he witnesses it. This witnessing is the key of yoga. And There in six chapters last Krishna says, Keep observing what is happening. Within you around around you, and It is the same. You have to be witnessing what is happening within you. There are people who witness the discomfort that the body is giving within themselves and they stand out of that discomfort. That's how people manage listening. If something is painful, they keep on witnessing it as it's the body that is going through the pain. I don't participate. Let me witness it. This is how people wriggle out of their pain, wiggle out of their problems. It is a way that you move deeper into your being. The outer layers do not affect you so much. But we are permeating ourselves into the outer layers. We permeate in the outer layers to experience. But we should be able to retreat and get back into the core of our being. That is the very purpose of this yoga. We should be able to touch the core of our being which is in the physical karma. That's why, if you see the scripture Bhagavata, the King Paritshi, he withdraws himself into a single pillared, seven storied building. What is a single pillared, seven storied building? You can't build it overnight and move into it. It is there already with you. And it is within in, in the, within the central column, he meets the teacher Sukha. That's so, how, when we enter into our central column, we meet the Master in a much more tangible manner. Because so, the Master awaits you there is not available to you in the marketplaces so much. If you want, you can. Your master is available to you in your central vertical column. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, when you dip deep into yourself, you are in touch with him and he leads you the way. He leads you throughout the way because the whole column is permeated by the hierarchy of masters. The whole path is pervaded by the seers of wisdom. They lead you from step to step, and they direct you from one plane to the other, and then ultimately set you to the abode from where you don't have to descend, but you can permeate and retreat, permeate and retreat, permeate and retreat. That is the scheme of yoga. Our mind just reduces everything into a routine when we keep on doing things in a very routine manner. Isn't it? Already this summer is a routine for us. Isn't it? It's a routine. We come to man, We stay here for three days, and then we go back home. The beauty of the mind is it kills the very fear and makes it into a routine. And we know that December and January is cold, so we come with some warm clothing. And we know what food is being given, will be given, we change the food. We know that the prayers are slightly longer than daily prayers. So we accept it. And we listen to some discourses and go away and get back into our normal routine. Isn't it? That's how... We just we may be taking it to some inspiration and move a bit up in our cons and our consciousness. But again we fall back into old ways. <coughs> Falling back into old ways, speaking the same thing, isn't it? Same things we speak. Same notes then we keep on speaking, isn't it now? We fall into mundane things. that what Master Jalapu rise. in Usofric in Astrology, under the caption, Capricorn. He says, it's a, it's a great achievement for man that he accomplished by mounting the Everest, the beginning of last century, Chelsea and Norway, Narke they mounted up Everest to the highest on Earth. Then what happened, he says. Then what happened? From the peak of Everest, which is the highest point on Earth what happened next to them? They came down. They did not go to skies, didn't they? So, if you go to the peak of mountain and come back, just like... We all go to the seven hills and come back. What happens? It's just a momentary. It's a momentary experience and you are back into your mundanity. Momentarily we are into a December call or a May call or a Guru Puja. Then your spirits are up and then as you go home they are down. (laughs) This is when we start going up the mount, coming down the mount, going up the mount, coming down the mount. So he says Capricorn only speaks of going up and down. He doesn't speak of how to reach the sky into Aquarius. Aquarius uh, is the next sun sign to Capricorn, isn't it? So are we following up further from the mount into the sky? That is what the Yoga Dalsa. That you move into the sky in you and then move upwards thereafter. The sky is in your heart as a prudaya kasha or dhara-tasha. From there, your udana-prana leads you up and up and up and up into higher place. That's why capitalism, according to astrology, represents the higher heart center from where there is further escalator to go up to Sahasrara. But what happens with us, we we gain to lose through all these sessions. In a number of group experiences, it may lift us up up to your point. Again, after the group break, we fall back into our familiar, mundane, problematic conditions. Isn't it? Our problems, anyway, the moment we come out of it. And then engulfed. But we are not making such a progressive extension. <coughs> the progressive ascension up to Sahasrara unless it is made. And you stabilize yourself over there, the mechanical path continues. So, <coughs> every time we are into the, the month of Capricorn, we rejoice the the beginning of Uttarayana, meaning the upward movement, the relative apparent upward movement of sun, meaning the solar energy. So, be it in the southern hemisphere or northern hemisphere, for all of us, for all humans, there is a vertical upward movement of solar energy. So, this upward movement of solar energy is common to those who are in Argentina or in Spain and Germany. Then in Germany are in the high above in the globe. Argentina is down below. We Indians are in the middle. The tropical. Isn't it? But for all of us it is an upward upliftment. So this upliftment would lead us up to Pisces and Aries. So stay there. Passover. Passover is in the month of April. That's where we have The ability to move into higher circles. Or stay there and then permeate into lower circles. You don't have to descend into lower circles. It's a process of displacement, staying where you permeate. That's what the mother does. The nature does. The pure nature, staying with the, what we call Shiva or pure existence, it permeates into all the Planes of existence, and it never dealings with the pure consciousness, which is the pure existence, which is ever associated with it. In every state, there is pure existence, and when you are in connection, with it, you are in connection with it with the help of pure consciousness. So when you are connected as pure, as, the, as pure consciousness with the pure existence. It matters not in which plane you are. It matters not. If you are connected to that background consciousness, it matters. You see this garland, that's why most, every scripture speaks of a garland. The garland is together, there is a high and a low, isn't it? But what is it that is binding the garland? eh? The thread within. isn't it to that thread every flower is equally distant these the flower on the top These, the flower in the bottom the equally distant to the flower this to the thread in the flower this is a complicated garland if you take a simple garland you know it much better <laughs> this is a multi-layered garment but if you make it a single, like a, a, like we have a rosary. The thread in the, the bead, every bead is equidistant to the thread in the rosary. Isn't it? The higher bead or the lower bead, any bead is equidistant to the thread. Isn't that? What is high, what is low, when you are connected to the thread. If the thread is not there, be it a higher bead or lower bead, all fall. <coughs> isn't it? So that's how this pure existence and pure consciousness permeates all planes of existence. So if you have an association with it, you have the simultaneous experiencing of all planes of existence. That's how it is said. Sutraya Maniganaiva Dasha Bhagavad Gita se If you are associated with this thread, as thread, every bead is equidistant to you. Don't think physical plane is far off and buddhi plane is in here. plane is too near. It's not like that. When you are with the thread, you are equidistant to every plane and you are approximate to the truth in every plane. That's the beauty. You make a circle upon a background and make a circle around it. Make a circle again around it. Make seven circles one around the other. There is a lower circle and a higher circle and all that. But all circles are equidistant to the background. Isn't it? Is there a for our understanding, there is a higher circle, a lower circle and all that. But for the background, all circles are equidistant. how Shiva and Shakti, we call a pure consciousness of pure existence, is equidistant to the densest plane, to the most subtle cosmic plane. So where is it? Not available. Everywhere it is available. It's a matter of relating to that's how you experience so the simultaneity of all existence. If you enter into the central column, which is the column where there is the permeation of pure existence and pure consciousness. That is the reason why it is said that uh, there, is, uh, the there is Shiva in the top of the head, there is Shiva in the Mooladhara, and the Chaitanya, which we call Kundalini, is permeating from top to the bottom, and the whole column is nothing but a shivalinyam permeated by the consciousness of Chaitanya, so consciousness which is called Kundalini Chaitanya. Of course, I am introducing too many things at the same time, but those who have been listening for over decades, it should be clear that within the column we have everything. Because today in the prayer we have we have been directed to seek an entry into central vertical vibration, isn't it? Therefore all this is to be said. The central vertical vibration enables you to experience every plane of existence while you are in this body. And it also enables you to experience that you are pure consciousness, and around you these layers of bodies are forming. And yeah, uh, these layers of body need not necessarily condition you. Need not necessarily condition Unless you are attracted to the nature, the nature has no interest to in attract you. That's the other thing. Prakrutishtani karasati dhasav you have in the 15th chapter, there are 18 places into which the being gets attracted <coughs> by his will, by his knowledge, by his activity and by his five senses. In eight ways, he gets attracted to nature. Attraction is happening to you. The nature is not attracting you. you know that. If there is something beautiful, there is someone who is attracted to it, there is someone who is not. So it is you, it's not the thing. The rose is a rose, it's over there, isn't it? The rose doesn't say, please come to me, please come to me, please come to me. But there are persons who go up to the rose and see the beauty of the rose, and they are not satisfied, they bend down, to the rose and smell it and so wow. on. Meaning their sense of smell has drawn them. And then their sense of himsa, meaning <laughs> their instinct to pluck it, even himsa, is not tantra Ahimsa. himsa. No? You pluck it, either keep it in your, if it is lady, she keeps it in her. Head, or if it is a devotee, he, she puts it away. The, the feet of the Master. All that is a uh, jib flower, wanted. it. We are attracted into all eightfold nature. Where are we? If we are unattracted, we stay in the central part. The soul he is in the pole. <laughs> That's why when we speak of Shivalingam, they say it is there from Pātādātun Ākāshāsya. abadala it? Āpātālana bhasthalānta bhuvanat brahmānda māvispara jyotishthāpātika lingamoli svinasat pūrnev duvānta mhrasaihena. Gokha-chipa-gokhanda dhauta 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 as in from Mooladhara to the the column of effulgent light If you enter into it and stay into it, the nature... You are unaffected by it. We say the nature affects you. It's not the nature that affects you. If you are not into this column, you are drawn by name, by your own instinct. By your own instinct, not all people are drawn to sweet shop, isn't it? If there is a sweet shop and we are waiting in the airport or in the railway station, there are some people who go to the sweet shop, isn't it? Or if there is a cool drink shop, a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi-Cola, not all will go to for Pepsi-Cola or a Coca-Cola, isn't it? Pepsi-Cola doesn't say, hey, come here. Does it think, but in you there is something that you are drawn to it. You are drawn to the drinks. You are drawn to food. You are drawn to some co- articles which are... All the airports are now big, big, big shopping malls, you know. The yes, nation is surrounding us in such a way that the airports are shopping malls, railway stations are shopping malls, bus stations are shopping malls. And around your houses there are shopping malls, in your house there is shopping malls. <laughs> so, so much of shopping, why? Because we are You are attracted to it. See, so you can't blame nature. It's you. Isn't it? Through the five senses we are pulled. Through the three qualities we are pulled, the eight ways we are pulled, but the ninth, which is the central column, if you are in it, it becomes your habit. The other, they don't, they don't really bother. (laughs) Nature does not bother a year. That's why we read the stories of the year, you know the great initiation, with whom nature cooperates. Mm-hmm. There are people to whom nature cooperates. There are people to whom nature doesn't have so much cooperate. The nature is not only outside. Please note, the nature is as much inside you. Inside you means inside your body, but not inside your column. <coughs> Inside the river column, there is the pure nature which we call the pure consciousness. It gives you the blissful existence. Without with pure consciousness, there is no experiencing. In sleep, you are like a lot of mood. What experience In Nirvikalpa Samadhi, in Samadhi, there is no experience. Experiencing means you are in the secondary state of being pure consciousness. Being a pure consciousness, you relate to pure existence. Being the pure unit of Chaitanya, you relate to Satya, and sometimes you are absorbed into Satya, then you, you see non-existent consciousness. Then again you come back as pure consciousness. That's again, That two too big. Divan becomes absorbed, he gets absorbed, again he comes back, and again he gets absorbed, but he is in the ninth state, related to the tenth. And it is by by the will of the divine, he enters into the eighth whole nature. Conducts the work, again goes back and stays in the ninth nature. Staying in the ninth nature means staying in the central column. We can enter into the central column, take to the lift and go to the table. Now we have lifts everywhere. They give us good understanding. Anywhere we the central column we can join and take to the lift. And there is a lift in a building. On every floor the lift is available, isn't it? All that you do is you go up to the lift, enter into the lift, then it lifts you up. So the lift moves from beyond seven plane planes up to the ground floor or even basement. I hope you are making a, a, an understanding of the importance of getting into the central column of your being. That is the emphasis. If you get into it, And make a habit of being in it, you are not so much moved by it. The moving world. The world is ever changing. It is ever moving. It is ever moving. Change is constant in nature, isn't it? You don't have to be part of that change if you wish to be. You can participate in that change and again come back if you wish to The beauty of being a yogi is that you 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 keep the you keep both possibilities open. A yogi can relate to the the, to the core of his being, and he can also relate to the periphery of his being. <coughs> he can be in the center, he can be in the circumference. He can move from center to circumference, and from circumference to center with ease. This movement from centre to circumference and circumference to centre. That knowledge is what is called wisdom, the P. Isn't it? What is P, which we are, we call it in in India, the Pi. It's not Pi, it's pi. P, pi, P. 22 by 7 is 21 plus by 7. That's the mathematical equation. P. It is the relation of the center to circumference. Isn't it? So you can relate to circumference and get back to center if you have the wisdom and that wisdom is called T or the radius of center to circumference. <coughs> we we haven't touched the, the center. We haven't touched the center. We are in the periphery and the peripherals. That's why right, the peripherals like keep on moving, but at the center, at the hub, there is no movement. The hub causes movement. You see the wheels of your automobile sensor. There is a part that causes movement of the wheel. That part doesn't move. It causes movement. So what is causing this movement? If you go to that, you know that you are essentially an unmoving, unchangeable, eternal being, and you are participating in a change. And since we are habituated to participate in a change, we started believing that we change. We started believing that we have grown to be middle-aged we are That we have become old, that eventually we die. All these things are there in the mind. But do we die? The scriptures say we don't die. What is born dies. What is born? The body is born. So the body, the body dies. All that is born with you as the basis dies. What is born around you, it has its birth, it has its growth, it has its retreat, it has its death. You don't die. We feel we die because we have changed our identity from being pure consciousness to something else. Jātasya Whenever anything is said in Sanskrit, we take it as absolute truth, isn't it? When they were speaking Sanskrit, they were also speaking life. Like now we speak life, the habit of speaking life has always been there in the world. Isn't it? Jatastya Maranandhravam, meaning what? People say the one who whos who is who who is born is bound to die. It's not the one. It is that which is born, is bound to die. Not you. You are the unborn one. Around you things have born. Around you things have When you have entered in, onto your father's head, eh, and you landed in your father's head, you are a spiry spirit. And then you have taken to this karma over relation to him, entered into the womb of the mother. Isn't it? And associated with her, eh, over and then you started building a bubble around you. That bubble slowly gains the primitive matter and becomes a soft ball and that soft ball slowly unfolds into a head and a tail and the head unfolds the seven holes representing the eyes, the nose, with two nostrils, the mouth, and then the seven ears. Then it develops the tail, and then everything is formed around that, you hmm? But what were you with all the there uh, around the fiery spirit that you are? So that which is born, is bound to die. That which is born, is bound to die but not the spirit around which it is born. That's why the scriptures say, we are eternal. All that is born around us, it keeps on taking, takes birth, it grows, 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 and then receives, 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 and one day it dies. Panchakrutya paraya. Panchakrutya means the five, five actions. That is, it, it takes birth. It grows. Second step is growth. First step is stability. Apparent stability for a while. Then it cease Fourth state. Fifth state it dies. But it's, the nature has a sixth dimension. If it graces you, you know that you are pure consciousness. You know that you are a pure consciousness. That is called anugraha. Sixth dimension. Sixth dimension of mother is Anudra. Five dimensions are normally for all beings. They feel that they are born, they feel that they are growing, that they feel that they have reached the zenith, they feel that they are retreating, and they feel that one day they will die. They wait for the death and die. This is how they are put to their own illusion. Why? Because they have shifted their identity from being pure consciousness to something else which they are not. A number of times you inform this, we are bound to forget. That's why it is called a secret. It is the secret of the secret because even when it is informed, we are bound to forget. What is a secret? The secret is something which is hidden. So, even when we repeatedly say this, we, it gets hidden again. Because if gets get hidden, we feel, ah, one day we will die, no? It's not, now the days are counted, I'm waiting for it. start, like that you hear from many people who are aged. Why should you count? The count continues thereafter. <laughs> Because again you will come back, Whatever, will matters will you <coughs> So the shifting of identity is the... shall have to be ingrained into us. That I am a pure unit, I am a... I am a unit of pure consciousness. And as pure consciousness, I am an expression of the original. In the West they call the father. The father in the heaven. He is not in the heaven because heaven also has its duration of time. It is beyond. Father is beyond heaven. Father in the heaven is a wrong understanding. Because heaven comes when there is a hell, otherwise there is no heaven. (laughs) Without hell there is no heaven. Without day there is no night. Without birth there is no death. Like that, hell and heaven are but the two counterparts of the world. So, when there is no hell, there is no heaven. So, the Eternal One, who we call the Father. The Eternal One is not in the heaven. Please note that. Note that. Because the heaven is also a temporary abode. There is an eternal abode. <coughs> it should be noted. We have, we are descendants of that eternity. We are descendants of that eternity and we we descend into this eightfold nature. But if we remain our, we, we, we regain or retain our original identity, we are not so much lost into the circular movement conducted by time of the eight layers of nature. Only the eight layers of nature is put to circular movement. The ninth one is beyond. So, therefore, when we do these layers, please think of central vertical vibration, that is CVV. This is one understanding. Central vertical vibration. It permeates three parts of your body, the head, the upper torso, and the lower torso. <clears throat> the whole thing is permeated by cerebral spin and kalam. Isn't it? The whole energy is within that. And within that kalam, you experience the beautiful light. That light is not what we see as the light here. Yes. It is that light Which enables the sun to to shine. Don't think sun is shining by itself. It is that light which enables the sun to shine. (coughs) The the sun cannot illuminate. It is that illumines the sun. It is that which gives us the illumination in the morning and awakening. And our comprehension, the light of comprehension is coming from that. You can't see that with this eye, you can't see with this eye, the sun cannot say, it is my light, the moon cannot say it is my light. It is that light which you can experience within the central column of your own being. That light is said to be the blue. That's why we depict the divine as blue, the blue. That blue is not what we know as the blue. It can be violet. It can be indigo. It can be sky blue. It can be according to your ability to experience. So, relate to that light which is beyond the world and which permeates, which impregnates. Permeates it is not only permeating, it is impregnating every atom of the trees. Every atom of the earth. Anoraneyan Mahiya. From mahat to the atom. It is into everything. It is the basis for everything to be in activity. So that is what is available to us in our core of the core of our being. That core of our being is our home. It is a seven-story house. And you can go to the terrace of it to the terror. At will we can move from above onwards and below upwards. Then you are called a yogi, a raja yogi, who can move. That is our theme. That's our syllabus. That is the scope of this yoga. In that syllabus of yoga, we have the blessing of the master that he straight away leads to half the way and leads you further vertically. <coughs> he said, you sit and look within. I do the whole work for you. That's a blessing. That is what I call anugraha. Anugraha, grace. What Christ called grace, in Sanskrit we call it as anugraha. The anugraha, the grace of the Master, is shower." It is the chamber of our physical column, and then we are called up by Him. The, the call of the Master pulls us up. The Master may call. The call, we said December call, may call, isn't it? We have been called to be here, and we are called to be within, to get within. And we are called further up, because as we enter into earth, he causes the pull from above. The pull from above. That's how he lifts up. May he lift up the earth to the kings of beauty, the avatar of synthesis, who is around. May he lift up the earth to the kings of beauty. So that's how the whole work is. And that is the theme of our prayer. Don't make it a routine thing. If you make it a routine thing, it is so disappointing to the master. <laughs> he thinks, of poor fellows, they came from all, all around the globe. They came from all around the globe. But they have not been able to dip deep. They have not been able to enter into this Am I am available. Once, once you dip deep, he is available. Therefore, make a conscious appearance of C, V, V. C, V, V shall we have to be very consciously attached, covering the three, three major parts of your body, meaning the head, the upper torso and the lower torso. There are various ways of, of relating these three letters. This is one way today I wish to share with you. Please do that, and in your prayer, be in your central column, and in your head. The central column and the head is like a maze. That is what Vishnu holds the maze. <coughs> the cosmic person holds it. So we are held by Him. <coughs> when we are in that, we see how the wheel is moving. The wheel is conducted by the cosmic person. That's why symbolically we say that he holds the wheel. When we are able to witness the movement of the wheel, we experience the beauty of it. That's why the whole thing is set away, how it is and how it is becoming. And we are the beings and we experience the becoming. We Be and experience the becoming. If your path is giant becoming and then you get, don't get back to be a being, then you miss the beauty of it. That's the whole thing. Stay in the stable path and experience the immutable path in you. Not only around you, but within you. If you get into your inner column, then within your body so many ailments and so many complaints. The mind has so many complaints, you can witness it. We can witness it. The body has so many complaints, which the mind informs. You can witness it. This witnessing distances us from the impact of the layers of your body. why yogis, when they get deep into their being, they have that kind of disconnect. Disconnect to their senses. Disconnect to their mind. It's not killing mind. It is not killing senses. It is not killing body. But is only said by some, some preachers. Don't kill anything. They remain. You are disconnected. Then you can get back into it. Just like you are all disconnected to your house now. You came away from your houses to be here. Eventually you join your house. So this is also say how she can have a disconnect by getting into and then relate to it according to the duties she has, according to the purpose she has. Only for purpose you enter into it, enter into the body. That's the ultimate purpose of the prayer that is coming to us through Master C V. And essentially the path of yoga, as propounded by Lord Krishna and Bhagavad Gita, and also by the C.S. Atanjali in Astana Yoga. So he made it simple for us. He made it easier for us. He made it quicker for us. And we should be able to get through the syllabus of yoga with much ease, gaining time. That is how he expressed. My idea is to ensure that you get into it faster and experience yourself to be immortal and experience the Brahman. That you should all all experience the Brahman and uh, as pure consciousness when we, our identity, when it definitely shifts into being pure consciousness, we very consciously know that we don't die. Consciously we know that we don't die, the body dies. It has a duration. But I am eternal. I am eternal, all that is around me it has its duration. <coughs> this conscious shift is important, it has to be consciously thought of. Don't look See your, your astrological turn, and charts and see When do you terminate? You don't terminate. You may terminate your body or your body may terminate you. <laughs> there are two things. Either you, you depart from the body or the body kicks you out. If the body kicks you out, you have the the pain. If you Depart from the body, there is not much pain. To depart from the body, you have to learn to get into the central core. So, get deep. It is only repetition, repetition, repetition. Teaching is nothing but repetition, isn't it? It is repeated, eh? with patience, only to see that we gain but we generally lose. <laughs> We are bound to forget in spite of all this and do our routine prayers, not attempting to get into. That's why I requested the Master, please initiate us into the central vesicle column. He should lead us into the central vesicle column. We should know what to ask the Master. We, we don't have to ask about other things. If they are too impending, you may ask. He doesn't prevent. It. He doesn't ask anything. But this is the thing he intends to give us immortality and experiencing of Brahman. And a Sahaja Samadhi. Sahaja May that be so. Thank you very much. Have a nice dinner. Take this and gather here tomorrow morning, which Mr. Murali announces now for all of us. So, there is already a substitution which is one of the fundamental theories of creation. Please breathe. We listen and go. Thank you. Namaskar.